Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Tevin Pittman, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Bernard. As I'm saying it, I see Mom drinking something. I'm like, uh oh, vodka. <laughs> you got yeah, vodka. <laughs> I'm sick of you, Tom. I'm drinking vodka every moment. In any case, we'll be right back with hour two with the family. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You're rocking out, man. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. MSNBC personality shared a crowded Miami Beach photo to complain about vacationers flouting coronavirus distancing guidelines. But there was one problem. The photo was from two years ago. Great. <laughs> when, when is the media going to stop lying to our faces? I am so sick of... Of NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, Fox does it too. Uh, they all they all lie or expand maybe. Until propaganda doesn't work anymore, it's going to yeah, keep going basically. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, are people just too lazy to fact check things? They just yes. don't want to do it. They're yes. a bunch of lazy bastards. Oh, it yeah. just it wouldn't Absolutely. it wouldn't have taken that much to find out. Today's center of the uh, hashtag COVIDiots universe is Miami Beach, Florida. MSNBC analyst Fernand R. Amandi tweeted on Saturday, complete with a photo uh, of a packed beach. Internet Sleuths quickly pointed out the photo was taken for a 2019 Sun Sentinel article about Miami Beach law enforcement cracking down on rowdy spring breakers nearly a year before the pandemic shut down the United States. 
Again, you're that stupid that you can get uh, actually involved in this. Well, that's the thing. It's well, like, it's oh, uh, it, it's better than um, a lot of people were like Miami Beach, COVID shut down Miami Beach. That's what they were saying. No, they didn't. right after right after they started saying you got to get out of here. You're partying too hard. There's too many of you. Oh, or, well, they didn't even tell them they had to go. They were just shutting everything down at eight, like the big bar mm-hmm. areas. Because they were just too crowded. And there are so many videos about people just brawling inside hotel lobbies and out in the street and all of this stuff. People are just going mental. They've been locked up for too long. They're going crazy. But the, but the propaganda stuff starts, oh, it's COVID. It's COVID. That's right, what shut everybody right. down. And it's not even true. I know. It just that's the way they control the masses. They're all you control the masses. You control their brains. They will vote for you, and they will keep you in power forever. And you'll make billions of dollars. If anybody, Tevin, let me ask you a question. Yep. Okay. As a black man in America today, yes, sir. You know what I mean. Yep. I can. Relate. Do you get a feeling no. that these these way far left progressives are just using people of color to make money? Yeah, well, that's even like the obviously I saw a stat on I think it was like ABC or something where it was like Asian hate is up 150 percent, which I was like, right. that's a very odd stat. Like, do they just have? <laughs> yeah, like on hand. the yeah. But like they, the guy that uh, murdered a bunch of the or all the eight was it eight Asian women in. Was, I think six Asian six women, Asian eight women. women total. Yeah. And, and like eight women total. They were yeah. all massage parlors, but they were like the sexual massage parlors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were like, it's right. probably right. likely that it was more of a prostitute thing than an Asian. Well, he said himself thing. that he did it because he's a sex addict. Yeah. And so it was like, right. that doesn't right. get Crazy headlines because you can't Yeah, no, rally. Well, they're all saying it's about, it's about killing Asians and white supremacy yeah. and so forth. But. Which is not true. Right. No. And so it's like, yeah, they can't, but you can't really rally and get the masses worked up to defend prostitutes as easily as you can to defend minorities. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's interesting. We watched the show called Bosch. Oh, I love it. And th- it's uh, a season that was done three years ago uh yeah three years ago. okay so some politician that everybody loves in la got shot and instantly everybody's it was a cop it was a cop it was a cop and they start doing all the stuff that they're doing now because he's a black man too oh that's right he was black he was black um but it was interesting because one of the people on the show one of the characters i think she was was she a cop or she i don't know she's a politician or something she said the thing is is that now with social media you can get 13,000 followers in an hour just by, you know, hashtagging some sort of outrage. Mm -hmm. So if that's one hour, you can imagine what you can get in a month. And you don't have to have any real reason. You don't have to have any facts. All you have to do is have high charged emotions and everybody just jumps on it. And it used to be. When you wanted to have a peaceful protest or protest something that you didn't like going on in the world, it took months of planning. You had to get people on board, sign, get petitions and all of this kind of stuff, permits, and it took some time. Now you can do it in a matter of six hours. You can mobilize that fast. Really? Yeah. So that's part of the problem is that you can get people on board with just Absolute bullshit statistics. I know. They won't bother to do the work. They they won't. 
just like it, what we're seeing with this Miami Beach thing. Yes, people were doing, they were gathering, they were partying, they were brawling, there are too many people. Yes, yes, yes. But instantly, all kinds of disinformation goes out about it, and people believe it. And they'll not stop believing it because that's the first thing that they saw. No, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. Well, and people just, like, share things, you know, like, so-and-so posted mm-hmm. this thing on Instagram, and then they'll just reshare it, and then they'll find out that it was wrong, and then they'll delete it, but they won't say, like, oh, actually, those statistics were right. wrong. Yeah, no. Like, they won't correct themselves. No. Like, mm-hmm. that whole deadliest days in yeah. U.S. history or whatever. Right, all these Because right. yep. Katie Couric posted it. Katie Couric. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd think that she's she fact-checked She's a disaster. It. And then... <laughs> a little bit. She, somebody on yeah. my Instagram posted it, and I was like, did you fact-check this? And she was like, yes. And I was like, no, oh, that's surprising. And then I fact-checked it myself, and I was like, this is actually incredibly wrong. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I yep. just looked up the numbers of the people that died, not if it was actually the deadliest mm. days in history. Oh I was like, okay, God. so you did like a quarter of a fact-check. <laughs> on what actually is a very horrible post that people shouldn't, you know, it was just like a fear-mongering type situation. Yep. So many people mm-hmm. posted yep. it, and then they found out that it was wrong because, you know, a week later, yeah, Facebook and Instagram put out a thing that was like, oh, this was posted and this is false information and yada yada, but nobody corrected themselves that had posted it. And no. it was like, the problem is even well, if they do correct themselves, is it going to get, you know, 1.5 million likes yeah. and, you know, 600,000 retweets? As as, yeah, yeah, no one's going to see yeah. the correction anyway. So mm-hmm. once the lie is out there, it's already done the damage. You can't yeah. undo that. Yep, I know. And people just, they don't even think, is this real information? Oh no! This person just posted it, so it must be true. Yeah, why can't, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's why I keep on saying, why can't we just take you know an hour to find out what's really true? Can you just take an hour? Yeah, that'd be good. It doesn't even take no, an hour right. sometimes. Like fact checking that thing took me like. Right. It's you like, know. how long does it take you to type in a Google search? Yeah. And you don't even have to click on the read the little caption. Yeah. You can figure it out. Yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> got it all taken care of. I got to tell you, I, one of these days I have to have people, a, a, a cameraman and a writer, follow me around for about a week because the life they think I, I live and the one that I actually do live are so different. Yesterday, there's a kid in the building here. He works in the building. He's a young black man from. Uh, from Belle Glade, Florida, which is, you know, a pretty dangerous place to be growing up. Young black kid. He was, he's about, about 24, Brew. Brew? Uh, I would guess. He's about 24 years old, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so young black kid. Reminds me actually a lot of you, Tevin. He has the same demeanor that you have. Okay. Big time kind of black. Back in. Yeah, all I still nah. think he's much nicer than Tevin. I'm not. <laughs> yes, all black people are nice except <laughs> <Right>. for Tevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But, you know, here's an example. If the average idiot out there, you know, those way far right and way far nu- uh, left nut jobs. So I'm driving yesterday. I'm going to run out and hit some golf balls. You know, I'm going to go to the practice and hit golf balls. So I'm pulling out of the, <laughs> of the garage. Now, this is a 24-year-old young black man from Bell Glade, Florida. And as I pull out, I always roll down my window and say hello to him, right? Great kid. Really, really nice guy. So I put the window down and I go, what's going on, Brew? And he goes, what up, Black? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. See, now most people wouldn't even get that, would they? No. You think most people would even get what he was saying, Tevin? No. I mean. No. No. He just meant we're equal, we're the same. 
or to say right. we're equal. Skin color had nothing to do with it. But it was hilarious. A 24-year-old, like, what up, black? <laughs> like, okay. I just started laughing. He started laughing. See, that's what the world should be like right there. I'm, for Christ's sake, I, I, I'm, what, uh, 800 years older than he is. We have nothing in common other than the fact he's a really smart young man and a really decent guy, works his ass off. And, we beca- well, we became friends because he was doing security, and I helped him with a security thing once. So he and I became friends. A couple of guys got security. in a fist fight, and they sent a at Oh, at the time, he was 21 oh, years that. old, oh, I think. Oh, that. Okay. It's like, are oh, you, you like that? covert ops, Top, right. like in the basement of your Tom's condo building, watching Vigilante, just footage. running around, protecting the neighborhood. <laughs> no, I'll explain to you Bought what it was. vest on she's Amazon. Got, she's got some spandex <laughs> he throws on. <laughs> all right, settle down, Bats all of you. Ray-Bans. What it was... <laughs> What it was, was we were up on the roof of this building watching the Super Bowl a few years ago. And as a matter of fact, uh, Vicky and Troy were here watching it with us, right? Mm. And all of a sudden you heard this hubbub going on. I look across, and Brew at the time was like 21 years old. He's a very young guy. And he's doing security up there. And it's two older guys. They're probably in their 50s, you know, somewhere in there. And they decided to get in a, get in a, a tussle. And they start yelling at each other and swearing at each other, and they're going to threaten to punch one another and blah, blah, blah. And Brew is running security. So I go, well, he can't do that himself. So I went over there to help him out. And these guys are, I'm going to come after you. I'll tear you apart, blah, blah, blah. I said, fellas, here's the deal. I watched you. Neither one of you even know how to throw a punch. Why don't you sit mm-hmm. down and shut the hell up? How about that? And Brew looked at me like, what the hell? But... So he and I have been friends ever since then. Nicest guy in the world. He was but, 21, uh, and he was supposed to, yeah, like, he's 24 now. security guy. 21-year-olds mm-hmm. are children okay. still. <laughs> the, oh, my God. The I, two, look at a, I look at a 21-year-old now, and I'm like, you are yeah, mom was there. an infant. What is yeah. going on? The two people that were getting in a fight, one of them was really, well, I think both of them were quite drunk. Yeah, probably. And like they were, right. it was like watching two toddlers get into a fight. <laughs> oh my God. It was just what? flying yeah. arms and lots oh, yeah. of drunk it was hilarious. Drunk people fighting is the best. Because it you're was just the like, best. Pretty hilarious. There's no coordination, no forethought, mm-hmm. no, just like, I'm right here. <laughs> it was yeah. hilarious. Oh, kick oh, your ass because you like Atlanta. Seriously, oh, really? I wish I would have had a video of it. It would have gone viral. <laughs> it would have. In a minute oh it would have because they, they, they both looked at me like uh, you're right we're a couple of losers <laughs> God. <laughs> it was very excited. funny yeah they did <laughs> they got too excited <laughs> we got too excited at the super bowl uh, drinks that was the super bowl i'll get bring this up to kostaki because that was the super bowl i believe atlanta was up by like 17 points and still lost. Oh my God. Remember that a few years ago? No, I don't think he's going to want you to remind him of that. Probably yeah. not. Let's not so talk probably about it. Not. Let's not bring that up to him. Yeah. He'd probably be like, right, never heard of it. Not sure what you're I about. won't. Oh, God. No, we, oh, I just got a headline that popped up on my screen. Cuomo's reign of abusive power will end soon, New York Democrat tells mourners at a nursing home memorial. So he is absolutely convinced that Cuomo is done, and he should be done. I'm just here to tell you. I don't know those I'm, those two guys. I'm I'm a little baffled by what this whole nursing home thing. Mm-hmm. Governor Waltz did the same thing, and he no did. one's saying a I word. Know. You're right. He did the exact same thing, but he didn't have the death rate anywhere near as high as Cuomo. Because we're the why. same amount of people. 
<clears throat> exactly. Yeah, but he did the same. Yeah, I know. Like, mismanaged, was it? stupid thing to do, but still, people adore him, and they won't talk about that he did it too. It's because we're hillbillies. I wish people would understand. <sighs> this is no, Minnesota's not New York. We're a bunch of hillbillies that don't want to be in New York. Oh. I mean, I, I'm throwing myself into that too. By the way, <clears throat> I am a everybody wants to be. I'm cool. <clears throat> Minnesota's a wonderful place. I love Minnesota. I love half the people in Minnesota. It's just we are not a major metropolis. Relax, Christ. We sure want to be that, don't we? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And Minneapolis is a very, because like growing up in Wisconsin, I was like, you come to the cities, you're like, oh, it's such a huge place to live. And oh my gosh, <laughs> right, it's going to be exactly. great. And then like you get here and you're like, I see the same yeah. 20 people everywhere yeah, I like go. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is the smallest large city, I yes, think, in the world. It absolutely Well, it's is. like 99% condos and apartments, so yes. that doesn't yeah. help. Yeah. It's like some grocery yeah. stores and mm-hmm. some right. restaurants. But then people, the same people go to the same bars and the same oh, restaurants yeah. and the same. Like, working at Union is like, we'll get the same oh, God, people yeah, every even, Friday yeah. and Saturday night. And then they are the same people come in for brunch on Sunday and Saturday mornings. I'm do. like, you guys don't get tired of coming here? I get tired <laughs> of coming here. There are other places to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love it. Tevin's just, hey. I only, I'm only here because I'm working. Yeah, I have to be here. You don't need to come here. Yeah, and for any of my bosses that are listening, Union's a great place. Everybody should come dine with us Thursday through Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. Every meal. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy to have great Every meal. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. Mention Tom's name uh, right. and order 50 wings and get one wing for free. Yep. <laughs> What's like yeah, a, there in, you go. In college, everybody would just go to the same bars and the same mm-hmm. places yep. every single weekend. And I'm like, I'd rather just sit at my house. I don't know yeah. why I want to go there again. We were know. just there. Well, that's that's been a thing forever. I mean, Cheers. How old's that nice show? And that's you know, that was the whole idea is that every to... day they went back to Cheers, and yeah, that's just like that's a bar fly thing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. pick a bar, and that's where they go. Oh yeah, when I went, it's so bed... funny because oh go ahead. It's also in like. England, it would be to be considered pub culture. Yep, exactly. yeah. right, everybody just right. goes to the pub and yeah. every yep. you know, well, and but they in play England, cards you go to and like chat the same every night. Seven pubs every night, so yeah. Go oh, place. there's a shot. <laughs> it's true. There's a shot. That's actually how it oh. is. No offense to our British friends. Well, right, it we helps take that a break all here. seven are on the same block. Yeah, they're all right next to me. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. true. we got to take a break here, but I, just in case some you know reporter was listening or whatever, I did not say I hate Minnesota and the people suck. What I said was I that I love Minnesota. I was born there, raised there. We lived there by choice. You know, We could have lived in any city in America and done a radio show, so we lived there by choice. It's just that part of Minnesota I'm not wild about. That whole passive-aggressive, we're so much cooler than you are because we're Minneapolis and St. Paul. All I'm saying is that if the earth opened up and swallowed Minneapolis whole, the world would be a better place. Is that such a bad thing? (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) No. All right, we've got to take a break before Andy ruins our lives. Your house is about to get egged. I'm doing my best. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We are... We live here because we like it here. That was a set, the slogan in Grand Forks, North Dakota, when I worked up there. We live here because we so like it. So if you have to tell me we live here because we like it here, it means you don't like it there. So if you have to tell me you like that it, is true. you probably mm-hmm. don't like it that much. <laughs> we'll be right back with the family.
Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit saberheating.com. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. And here's another thing that sucks. Thank you very much. Great to be here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Things are pretty good, don't you think? Kostaki. Kostaki's in 10 minutes. in 10 minutes. We were, um, oh. yep. I just want to say, maybe we should move to Iceland. I want to move, I want to move anywhere where there's an active volcano yes. erupting right now. And what, what do the people do? What do they do? They watch it. They go cook hot dogs yeah. on it. It's not near. It's not near where anybody really lives. Because there's the only really city? yeah. There's only really two areas <laughs> yeah. where people live in there's Iceland because they're yeah. but they're it's cooking. Right and uh, the other one. Uh, they're cooking yeah. on it. Well, it's they're hot. cooking. That's something that I would do. I'd well, blow some marshmallow yeah. on some well, And Why they not? knew it was coming because they had yeah. had some earthquakes and stuff. And if you live in Iceland, it's like, you yeah, know. Yeah, you have to expect it yeah. at some point. And so it's just like, oh, this is cool. Let's yeah. make dinner. Yeah, you, dri- you drive around Iceland and you just see steam coming out of the ground everywhere. It's like the weird, such a weird place, but so cool. Dan and I have actually talked about going there for five days this summer. At some point. Because it's so easy to fly from Minneapolis to Iceland. It's a five-hour flight. It is. It's like $400. Really? Yeah. And it's just like such a strange. Because Dan and I went there. I went there with you and (laughs) Becky, Mom. for We went for like five days, didn't we? Yeah. And then Dan and I went there on the way back from our honeymoon. We stopped there for a day. So he didn't really get to see much. And I'm like, you need. To, everyone needs to go to I don't, Iceland. I don't want to like disrespect all of your guys's uh, Iceland listeners, but uh, <laughs> what do you do? I'm sure there okay. are many. What do you do in Iceland? Like, what you fish and you tend sheep? No, the restaurants are <laughs> great. There's actually like, Iceland what's is like food? it's like, no. There's is it like Lefsa. No, it's worse than Lefsa. It's. Uh, I mean, you can have. <laughs> Putrefied shark yes, egg. Yes, you can. Puffin. You, want. you can do whatever you want. You can have you really don't, horrible don't food and traditional food. Yeah, eat the no. new that, food. No, there's okay. like regular restaurants <laughs> yeah. that serve normal food. You know, it's not like going back in time to 
7th century Scandinavia. Yeah. There's like a huge party culture in Iceland where they stay out until like yes. 4 a.m., I guess. I don't Jeez. know. And um, hiking. You can golf at midnight. Of, you can golf because the they, they mm-hmm. have 24 hours of light and 24 oh, hours okay. of darkness. Yep. Um, they have, they're one of the places that have a lot of um, aurora borealis. Yeah. Um, well, they're one of the northernest the northern lights. Settled parts <laughs> in the world. Not sure what you're doing. I was like, is that a singer? I was like, pretty sure it was a singer named Aurora Borealis. Chrissy Teigen's daughter. Yeah. Um, no, and there's like a lot of hiking, and there's tons of waterfalls and geysers. And okay, you've convinced me. I'm dormant check it out. volcanoes and dormant. giant craters and all this stuff. And uh, apparently, Iceland produces a third of the world's lava, so not too dormant. No, there are a lot of active ones, but there are a lot of dormant yeah. ones, too. That's the thing. It's like, what if one of the big ones erupts? Like, what then? What are you going to do, run away? Oh, the you whole, can't get no. anywhere. If there's one, I think, bigger one that is still active that's kind of close to where people live, and they're like, yeah, if it goes, we're all dead. But... <laughs> There Fun. isn't volcanoes. Don't just all of a sudden like. Well, no, you get a warning. Like there is earthquakes, and you can feel things, and then it's like, okay, everybody head out. Yeah, and it's not like because you always see like cartoons and movies where oh, like yeah. the volcano erupts and it's just fire raining just, down from yeah. the yeah, sky. The it's like, usually it's like a slow yeah. bubble of. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, very hot. Yeah, lava. Lava. But, yeah. You know. I don't know. It's just like nowhere else I've ever been because there's no much, a lot of the landscape is volcanic rock. Oh, okay. And there are no trees that were that are original to Iceland. They were all chopped down, and every tree in Iceland has been planted huh. by somebody. And there's just so many random little facts. Like they don't allow animals into or out of. Like, if you take your... No, out of. You can export a horse, but you can't import a horse. But, no. but... No, you Yeah. And they you don't can't, want to But they don't want any diseases. They don't want any diseases. They have a native uh, po- uh, pony. or No, uh, I think it's a horse. It's a horse. They have a native horse, and they don't want any of the outside diseases to come in. Like so you, you can buy an... Uh, a horse from Ice, an Icelandic yeah. pony. That's what it, they are. And, yeah. um, oh, okay, yep. But I've you can't ever bring it back in. You can't ever bring it back yeah, in. Once we, they're gone, they're gone. We rode some when we were there, and they were like, and some people want to show these ponies mm-hmm. because they're so whatever, but if you take them to a show, you cannot bring them back. So what if, like, I move to Iceland, can I bring my dog? Is it like that strict? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, you might have to quarantine I'm, it for because I know if you bring your dog to Australia, you have to quarantine it for two weeks. Like you can't bring it outside. I'm guessing, hmm. I'm guessing with yeah, that's weird. You probably, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just weird. That's, I don't have no words. Prince would be you or a prisoner. <laughs> I feel like Prince would probably Prince, be we're cool. going to Iceland, and uh, you have to live in the cage for two weeks. For two weeks. I know, it's such a weird place. <laughs> and Oh, weird. and then it the Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon is super cool. The water is like milky blue, and there's just this like natural clay that you scrape off the sides and like rub it all over your skin because it's like oh, really? magic. Mm-hmm. It's really weird and cool. There's just so many places there that it's like, what is going on? Where and, are we? And like what? after you describe Iceland, probably not a lot of black people there. I've not I been, mean, but... Uh, no. Everyone in Iceland is related is the thing. Really? Yeah, it's like, what, two families in the whole country? Oh, yeah, and they're all very, like, 
Yeah, they all look the exact same. Yeah, and a lot they of all like, look like Alex. Basically, <laughs> Seriously, yeah. we got off the plane and there was like a magazine, and my mom was like, "Your twin sister is on like the cover of Icelandic magazine." Yeah. And then everywhere we went, and people would come up to me and speak Icelandic, which is the weirdest language ever. Yeah. and I was just like. I look super yeah. Icelandic. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Old Norsk is what they speak. They yeah. speak a very ancient language. Oh, really? Super yeah. rich. But, I mean, very... almost everybody speaks English. Yes. Like, if I didn't know better, I would think you're just making all of this up. <laughs> exactly. It sounds <laughs> fake. It's it like a magic sounds island. Fake. Yeah. Oh, and they believe in trolls and fairies. They do. But they're invisible, so they you can't see them. They absolutely do. And they come, or they come out at night, mm-hmm. and you can't, like, they avoid human. Yeah. Yep. Real. I'm well, that's a you. very Norse thing to believe in, is trolls and fairies. Yeah, and but goblins. I mean, like Dan is 100% Scandinavian, and it's like you know, oh yeah, trolls and fairies, and it's like sure, folk, why not? Fol- yeah. folklore kind of stuff. But Icelandic people are like, no, they're here, like Tinkerbell like fairies. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. They're more mischievous. Like though. there's an Icelandic thing. I think it's Icelandic, but if you're um, baby is acting like weird or your kid is being like mischievous that a fairy has taken over their body and is causing oh. mischief mm-hmm. and then once the kid goes back to normal then the fairy has left because they got bored i'm 100 <laughs> fascinated by yeah, icelandic it's people it's the weirdest <laughs> place ever it's great yeah very bizarre recommend it because it's like i said it's super cheap to go to it's not that long of a flight it's not? not cheap to stay there, yes. though. Yes, like buying things there is very expensive. <laughs> yeah, because they have to import almost everything. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, going. Just Except about. for fish. Oh, my God. We stayed in Airbnbs at our honeymoon, and so we stayed in Airbnb in Iceland. It was the worst experience of my entire life. And But finding an Airbnb, and this was, you know, how long? Was that like six years ago? The super small one, and it was like across the hall from. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people were super high, and it was on the yep. cat pee, and it was actually an old bathroom. <laughs> and there was a window, and it was during 24 hours of light, and Dan slept with a buff, like a neck warmer around his face, and woke up in the morning, and his face was swollen because it was like too tight to cut, because there was no. Because <laughs> there were no blinds, and so our, the bathroom that we were in, and he was on a cot. And it was just oh so God. weird. There's a drain on the floor and a sink. Oh my God, it was so horrible. Anyway, and how much did it looking, cost? Yeah, and that's the thing. Because we were like, oh, we could stay in a hotel in Iceland, but it was like $400 a night or whatever. And so I was like, okay, let's just find an Airbnb like we have been doing. But everything, it was like, there's one picture on the wall. Mm. We have a chair because everything's important and it's super yeah. expensive to bring stuff in. And so oh, no yeah. one has like anything decorative whatsoever. Because there's not just like, I'm going to go to Ikea. No. Yeah. We have to take a break because Kostaki is due on the show. Sure is. Right? We shall be right back with Kostaki Economopolis right after this. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fish and ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. 
And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Moving soon? Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, you and your staff do a lot more than just move. Tommy, we do. We move residential and commercial, local and long distance. Folks love our decluttering service, especially if you want to stage a home for a sale. We can store your belongings while in between homes, junk hauling with junk luggers, including a service for items you wish to donate to the less fortunate. And if you need to move your car, we do that too, and at a great price. Can it get any better? Yes, it can. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll receive a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers. You may not move every day, but they do. Spy music. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kostaki Economopoulos joining us. Kostaki, I just told a story about helping a young man break up a fight on a rooftop during the Super Bowl uh, a few years ago. And that was, of course, the Super Bowl that Atlanta had, I think, about a 55 or 60 point lead. And is that the one? You don't need to exaggerate the truth of that one. It's bad enough on its own. It's 117 what was to 3. And... Yes, yeah, so they lost anyway. It was 28 to 3 at the end of the third quarter. Thank oh, you God. Oh, How? God. <laughs> How? Against the biggest, scariest dynasty in the history of football. And had him, had him dead to rights and blew it. Oh, God, that's just so sad. Sad, I say. Didn't work out. Good again. <laughs> it was good against the evil. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. What the hell? All works out in the end. Hey, when Andy called me today, I greeted him with Andy, which is in my head a Andy, Andy Griffith reference. Oh, did God. Andy right. did you get that? No, I didn't. I did once you said it. But I didn't. Okay. I didn't on the phone. Okay. Andy. I mean, not that I've watched Andy. a whole lot of the Andy Griffith show, but no, of course. Uh, get going. <laughs> I barely get start that joke, and I'm, you know, my age starts with a five. But you have impressed me, Andy, <laughs> in the past with knowing obscure things from way before you were born. Every so often. <laughs> Oh, I can hear you both thinking, by the way. Let's ask Tom, because his age begins with a six, so he watched it all that's the time. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Thanks a lot. He, he knows Get away from me. Before we were born. That's right. <laughs> How about oh, those God. Viking Super Bowls? We could talk about those. those okay, no need to go before. there. Yeah. All four of them or before six Andy of them. Before Andy and I remember anything. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, that is true. So what's happening with you, Pally? I got a I got a new one on my name, Tom. You know, I have a weird name, uh, and uh, I'm always entertained by how people spell it or pronounce it or whatever. A guy sent me a screenshot of his television this week. This is what Hulu's voice recognition came up with when he said my name: Kostaki O'Connell, marvelous. 
Oh, of course. <laughs> O'Connell, O'Connell Marvelous. Marvelous, okay. O'Con- O'Connell Marvelous. Is that my Irish wrestling name? Mm-hmm. That great. <laughs> half Greek, half Irish, and all man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I like oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> Perfect for St. Patrick's Week. Yeah. yeah. O'Connell uh, Marvelous. That's that is marvelous, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I've never I've never seen even anything close to that one, but it kinda it kinda makes sense. You can see how you get there. Yeah. Uh funny. Um all right, now we gotta talk about Deshaun Watson. This is some dicey subject, oh, so let's God. see if we can Ugh. we can do this. We can do this right. WTF, man! You leave it to the to a Houston Texan to be confused about how to score. What are, what are you doing? You'd think a big time quarterback would be better at making reads, right? If you haven't followed this story, Deshaun Watson is up to as of today. His numbers going up apparently. Eleven lawsuits by masseuses finding uh. sexual misconduct. Stop it! You're being a monster. It's not just an incomplete pass. Stop it! It's, I don't understand. How do you... She touches you. You don't touch her. That's the deal. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. I know. It's crazy. It doesn't Very even true. make any sense. That's... If Deshaun Watson gets canceled for this, can we call him Dr. Masseuse? Mm. Huh? Oh, see? I like it. He, he makes uh, Robert Kraft look like a choir boy. All Kraft did was pay the asking price, right? That that was consensual. <laughs> what Kraft did. That's true. You're right. <laughs> that's not her name, by the way. It. Consensual Gonzalez. That's, that's no consensual <laughs> Not a first name. All right. Uh, <laughs> this goes. All right. All right. I'm moving on. Uh, all right. <laughs> this is a all right. To joke about. I, I want to come down this, on the right side of this. Uh, uh-huh. I'm just. I'm angry about this story. I don't know. Why is there a pattern of you being a jackass? I mean, that's the, that's the lightest way you could frame it. Right. Uh, don't understand what's happening. Um, other news, Jeff Fisher, mediocre Jeff Fisher. Remember him from the Rams and Titans? Sure. He's not coaching in 2021. You know why? Because the 17 games, you can't go 8-8. Eight eight. That's why. He, <laughs> he can't, he can't. There you go. <laughs> All right. Now, when I was on last, we did some stories about uh, being a stand-up. Uh, I got a few right. more of these, if you're game. Uh, some of these are pretty short. I did uh, Halloween night at a Portland comedy club once. And out of an audience of, like, I don't know, 150 or something, there were 10 or 12 people in the audience who were in Halloween costumes, right? And there were two guys in full clown makeup and wigs and everything in the front. Oh, <laughs> And I went out and said, I can't tell you how many times the guy in front of me came off and told me to watch out for those two effing clowns in the front row. Here you are! <laughs> I like the line. <laughs> uh, last comic standing. I did it maybe five different seasons, this crazy show. The first year they did it, we didn't know what it was, right? We had never seen it. We were just sort of pitched what it was going to be. There was a big line of like 75 comedians standing in the parking lot, the Atlanta punchline. Oh, and one guy God. was dressed as a clown, and one guy was dressed as a banana. <laughs> a <laughs> and banana. the banana went over to the clown, and he goes, Do you know how effing stupid you look? 
<laughs> There's a world of humor, ladies and gentlemen. There's comedy right there. That's that's comedy right there. Um, now, what what a lot of people don't know uh, is that when you audition for Last Comic Standing, you have to do it during the day on the stage that that, that the TV show tapes on at night. And there's no audience. You're literally on a stage in front of 300 empty chairs. Uh, the judges are there, and there's like maybe two grips kind of paying attention. So you're right. literally doing some of your act to no one, and they're judging you and deciding if you get to come back for the night show, right? So one year I was doing it, and it was Steve Sharippa, who you know became famous from uh, The Sopranos, Sure. And Richard Belzer, who's a comic, you know, at the beginning of time. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't let the comic in front of me talk. It was Mike Kaplan. He turned out to be a great comic, but he was holding oh, a ukulele. God, yeah. Kaplan's Kaplan was, was having, what? Yeah, Kaplan had a ukulele, and they wouldn't let him speak. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see him again, because I'm going to shove that right where the sun don't shine. Where's your ukulele, Mikey? <laughs> Like, I've, been, I've been booking comedy for 25 years. I've never seen anybody funny about a ukulele. Get out of here. You're not even <laughs> talking. It's crazy. That's, That's terrible. You're very funny. Is, right? Yeah, it's sure. crazy. So I go on. I, like They kick Mike off the stage, and then they yell my name, and then I run onto the stage. There's like they, they look at like 400 comics doing like 45 seconds in the afternoon. It's insane. Oh, sure. Oh, God. So I run up, I do my whatever, 40 seconds. They stop me and go, all right, all right, you're a real comic, come back tonight. Then they then they t talk to each other, and Sharippa goes, Belzer wants to see you wear a suit. And I go, Bells, you know, I'm a different era. And he goes, era, now he's mad at me. He's, he's going to judge uh -oh. me tonight, and I'm already aggravated. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good idea. So I, I get off stage, and it's like, Five o'clock, call time for the show is like seven. I have just enough time to get on the train in New York and go home and put on a suit and come back. And I'm trying to decide if I should or not. And I talked to Chris Mazzilli, who runs runs Gotham Comedy Club, where we were. And he goes, yeah, he's wearing a suit. He goes, yeah, it's television, put on a suit. I call my friend Tom Simmons. And I go, I just don't think George Carlin would put on a suit because Richard Belzer told him to. <laughs> and he right, said, that's right. true. But George Carlin would never do last comic standing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the big difference right there. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, that's probably a true. Point. One probably. more last yeah. comic standing story. Uh, so, I, so basically, I went home and put on a suit and came back and had one of the worst sets of my life. <laughs> that's the end of that story. <laughs> oh, that's, make, well, that's not good. <clears throat> did not make it on the television that season. Uh, God, I get one other year, uh, Keith Alberstadt and I did it together. Uh, he's a great friend of mine. And and sometimes they'll do this, where at the end of the thing, like they have, I don't know, 25, 30 comics do the night show in front of the audience. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then, and then at the end of the night, they do this thing. This was New York City, so they had a bunch of tickets to Hollywood <laughs> that they were giving out to go to the next level of the show. And so they make you stand on stage and do these dramatic pauses when they're announcing the ticket winners, right? Yeah, and the next person going to Hollywood, 
so that all of their dreams can come true is, you know, whatever. And then there's a pause, and the cameras are panning our faces, and we're just standing there like dopes waiting to see what happens. It's awful. Uh, so they literally gave out nine of these. This is all true. There's one left. And the last comic going to Hollywood where all your dreams come true. And you won't be standing here like a loser. The last one is... And I lean over to Keith Alberstadt, and I said, uh, Kostaki, you got a mop. We were trying to keep it light, because this whole thing was so right. awful. <laughs> and I swear, the announcer goes, Bob Smith. That's the opposite. Bob <laughs> Smith. That's literally the opposite of Kostaki. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. Bob, Bob Smith's a good dude. He went on. He went on to Hollywood, where they, where his, where his dreams came true for one more beat longer than ours. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's a tough road to hoe, baby. That's all I'm saying. Tough road to yeah, hoe. Yeah, it is. It's fun though. It's it's tough and fun. So next week, a few more football jokes, a few more stand-up stories. Whatever works for you, Pally, we love it. Uh, it's great to talk to you guys, always. I'm, uh, by the way, we, we made it across America. We're in uh, California. We're at Big Bear. You ever been to Big Bear? Oh, yeah. God. So why are you at Big Bear? I thought you had a house in California. Well, we're going We're going to go back and get a place. We just haven't yet, and we thought oh, we'd have a okay. couple of adventures sort of on the way. Yeah, um, Big Bear is very nice. It is, actually. It's snowy and... I, we did a thing. Uh, we did a thing. Yeah, I did an alpine slide yesterday, and it was fun. The trek out here was insane. We uh, we literally oh, got God, a yeah. flat tire and got stuck in a ditch in Winnie, Texas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but this is how cool people are. <clears throat> a truck pulled over. A pickup truck pulled over and was pulling us out of the ditch, <clears throat> and also got stuck in the ditch. And within minutes, another pickup truck pulled over and pulled that truck out of the ditch, which then pulled us out of the ditch. I mm. mean, everyone was so awesome. It was, you know, Damn it. The, the coastal jackasses could... refer to it as flyover country. I'll, I'll take it any time. People were really good to mm. us. I thought that for sure you're going to say you pulled the other truck out and they left you in the ditch. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say good that. Luck. Oh no, there's a valuable truck in the ditch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Never mind the family with the toddler and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> they can exactly, figure it out themselves. Exactly right. You got AAA. The two truck guys like right. to drink Shinerbach and talk about leaving us there. Yeah, that's right. I understand. So anyway, we made it. Uh, thank you guys. I'll, I'll talk to you in a week. Sounds good. Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen, or Bob Smith. He goes by both. Bobby. Kostaki or Bob Smith. Goes by both. O'Connell hey, Marvelous as well. O'Connell <laughs> Marvelous. Kroskaki <laughs> O'Connell Murganok Luck. All right. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you next week with the family.